you know, when is the church going to get so burdened for souls that we'll we'll push our plate back and pray? You know what? Like people say, oh, the pastor's praying or the church leaders are praying. Listen, when is the church as a whole going to start praying for souls? You know, I believe that's why the church is in the state that it's in, because we got too many comfortable Christians. Mm. Good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Shannon Williams from the KTF Podcast. We're excited to have you with us. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast right now. We do have uh, with us here tonight good old Pastor PBJ. What's happening? What's going on, everybody? And uh, that's all we got right here. Um, So we're just going to have me and him, we're going to be chatting about something tonight. What we're going to be talking about tonight is fasting. Um, That's not not running fast or anything like that. That that is uh, you taking something away and replacing it with prayer and intimate time with God. Amen. Amen. Awesome. So a lot of people are questioning, and some people want to know what fasting is about. What's a good fast? How should you fast? Does the Bible talk about fasting? And so we just want to bring you some scripture and basically some points on how to do an effective fast. Because uh, otherwise, if you just fast and you don't really know what's happening, you're just walking around hungry. And so we want you to have good spiritual context, and we want you to know what you're doing when you fast. Because fasting should be effective. Right. There should be a purpose Mm -hmm. in your fast. What are some reasons why people would need to fast? Um, Say you have a sickness or an ailment, and uh, you've been praying and praying and praying, and, you know, nothing's come forth, and... You know, sometimes people will fast and say, you know what, I'm going to dig a little deeper and I'm going to give up something, whether it be food, whether it be something of my that I do daily and give that up. And you know what, spend more intimate time with God and spend more time asking God, hey, this is going on my life. I'm going to give this up and I pray that you uh, uh, fix this situation or you implement whatever you need to. Um, I like what you said there. I want to kind of piggyback off that. Um, Because I wrote this down, and this is a big point about fasting. Denying yourself, this is what fasting is, denying yourself the natural so you can gain something supernatural. Right. A healing, a breakthrough, salvation for a loved one, a miracle, anything that is outside of the normal realm Mm -hmm. of, you know, I prayed and I received or I sought after it and the Lord opened the door. Any of those things, if they're not working, Right. Let's say you need a deliverance. Yeah. The de- and the demons won't leave. Right. Yeah. And somebody they say, I can't get them out. I mean, the answer was these kind mm-hmm. don't go out, but by prayer and, and fasting. fasting. Mm-hmm. So it is a deeper walk. It's a deeper level. And so um, Isaiah chapter 58. OK, so the children of Israel um, has basically brought destruction upon themselves they, the sin has been uh, labeled, and the, the Scripture talks about this. It says in Isaiah 58, Cry aloud, spare not, lift up to thy uh, voice like a trumpet, and show the people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sin. So then they said, okay, but we're fasting. We've been fasting. How can we be continuing in our sin? So verse 3, it says, Wherefore, we have fasted, said they, and that, that you just didn't see it. He said, Wherefore, we afflicted our soul, and we did not, and, and you didn't even take any knowledge of it. Behold, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure 
and exact all your labors. So their their fast was indulging in in pleasures, not the denial of pleasures. Um, so it's kind of the exact opposite of what a fast should should be. He said, "Behold, you fast for strife and debate, and to smite with the fist of wickedness. You shall not fast as you do this day." to make your voice to be heard on high. Listen, you don't fast to open up a door in heaven so you can be exalted. You fast to humble yourself so God can come into your life. That's what happens. You don't get exalted when you fast. You get humbled when you fast. Yeah. And so this is what God said. God said, this is the way I want you to fast. This is according to Isaiah 58 and 5. Is it such a fast that I have chosen, question mark, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? What uh, Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day of the Lord? Is not this the fast that I have chosen? Now listen, he said, this is what I pick for you. This is what you do when you fast, right here, to loose the bands of wickedness to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, that you break every yoke. So there is a list here in Isaiah 58 that actually says, hey, this is the reasons that God says you should fast. To um, loose the bands of wickedness, number one, to undo the heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, that you may break every yoke. Listen, this is when people are involved in stuff, when people are involved in wickedness, when they got burdens upon their life and they're heavy, they're oppressed, and they got yokes on them. Listen, you need to fast for people who need a deliverance, who need a breakthrough. Amen. And Amen. this is what it's all about, denying yourself. And it's not just a fast for you. We've got to remember, God wants us to fast and he wants us to fast for our nation, fast for our churches, fast for others who are in need, to lift off wickedness and heavy things. Amen. Um, to go with that, uh, we hear fast and we think it's got to be some kind of uh, exuberant amount of time. Um, you can fast for a day. Um, you can fast for three days, seven days, 10 days, 14 days, 21 days, 40 days. You know, you can fast however long or however, however less you want to. <clears throat> um, sunrise to sunset fast. Judges uh, 20, 26. Um, it says, Then all the children of Israel and all the people went up and came unto the house of God and wept and sat there before the Lord and fasted there and fasted that day until even and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. They just were there for a day, sunrise, sunset, just one day. And they gave what they had to God. They took what they had and gave it unto God. You know, a lot of times we, we think that we need to fast, um, giant things. Um, you can just offer God something simple. I, I remember for the men's retreat, uh, a few years ago, um, uh, I told God, I was like, you know what? I want to fast for the men's retreat the following year. And I told God, I was like, I'm going to fast something for the whole year, and a whole year, a whole year, whole year. Wow. I, I really wanted to be committed. And I really said, God, you know, I want to fast because I want to see you do a mighty work, 
not only in my life, but these other men that are going to be here on this men's retreat. Yeah. And I was like, God, what should I? What did you fast? I fasted sweets. All sweets? All sweets. And that was no sweet tea. That was no sodas. Um, I no candy. No, I love Oreos. I had to say say goodbye to my Oreos. You know, all sweets. That that was any kind of like, you know, milkshake, anything. I really, I really pushed myself and said no sweets at all. Um, And I I think I may have slipped up once or twice and I was like, oh, Lord, forgive me for that. You know, I I didn't mean to. I wasn't paying attention. Um, And I think I even really chalked it up to like juices and stuff because those have sugars in them. And I I really wanted to say, you know, I'm a bigger guy. I like I like my sweets. Um, and I really wanted to say, you know, I'm going to do this not only for me, but I want to see you really move on this men's retreat. And you know what? God really showed up and showed out and really, um, you think do you, you say so you believe with your heart that God, <laughs> that God honored what you fasted for a whole year. I believe for so. those other men, I believe so. But not only that is, is not only did I give it up, but in that spare time when I could have been stuffing my face with sweets, I took that time to pray and I said, God, you know, I'm giving this up for you to move for these men i'm giving this up for you to do well that lines up with the bible because i mean we're supposed to go on behalf of other people and pray for them and fast for them not just ourselves but somebody else i mean that's what love is love is giving up something and doing Mm -hmm. something for another person um so denying yourself let's just talk about what a fast is you're going to go without food for a certain period of time but it's not just not eating because any any crazy person can just say, I'm not eating for two days. Yeah, you could do that for health reasons. There's a lot of people that are – there's non-biblical fasts. Right, right. That, you know, people do it for health reasons. And this is a big thing now. Actually, oh, like is. the medical community and the health community, they have jumped on board. I've seen more about fasting and how your body resets. And they, they talk about the benefits of fasting. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. God knew what he was doing when he's like, listen, go on a fast – pray, seek my face, deny yourself of, of, for food. There's so many benefits, but th- I mean, we don't do it, say, okay, well, I'm going to do it just for health benefits. Right. I'm doing this for supernatural reasons. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is not just a, I'm going without food so my system can whatever. This is a, I need you to move for me, God moment. And during this moment, I'm going to deny myself food. I'm not going to eat for a day. Now I'm going to tell you right now, I'm on a fast right now as we speak. And, you know, I, I don't announce when I'm fasting. Okay. Okay, I don't, I don't go around. The Bible talks about that, you know, the new Testament, those, you know, they said, well, the, 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 you know, the Pharisees, they, they would fast and they would put sackcloth on and they would, uh, you know, do, they would look pitiful and their face looked like, oh God. And people would come in and say, what's wrong with you? And say, I've been fasting for before the Lord. I've been fasting. And Jesus said, well, you got your reward. You got, you got what you wanted. You wanted somebody to ask you. So when I fast, people don't know I'm fasting. There are only a handful of people. My wife would know. Elizabeth probably knows because yeah. I have to tell her, listen, um, if you offer me food during this time and like, you know, cause we, you know, we take care of each other around here. Yeah. You know, she's so like, oh, I got this extra food. You Are you hungry? And I'll be like, no. And, you know, after a couple of days, she looks at me like, you keep telling me no for food. And I have to say, yeah, listen, I'm on a fast, okay? Don't get offended, yeah. right? And so there are only yeah. a couple of people that don't know. Um, but let me tell you what you do have to do for a fast to really be legit. You need to announce to yourself. Mm-hmm. 
exactly what you're fasting and how long you're going to fast yeah. in the parameters of your fast. You have to announce that to yourself so everybody can hear. Let me tell you something. You can fast. Say, I'm going to fast all morning. Say, I'm going to fast from 8 a.m. to 12, to 12, right? I'm not going to eat anything during that time. And then if you get hungry at 1130, but you've never declared that, you're like, uh, I fasted long enough. I'm good, right? Yeah. No, you need to say, I'm telling you, you need to get specific with God and specific. God, I am not eating between this time and this time, and I'm going to mm-hmm. make this. This is legit, and I'm doing this for 10 days or 12 days or 8 days or whatever it is, and you need to declare that because yeah. it's so easy to just maneuver. I've done it before. Maneuver. I I fasted for about four hours now. I think it's. I think I can go ahead and eat. Yeah, you need to tell God you, you're going to go back on what you just told God. Right. No. That's right. Yeah. No. So you know what? Like I remember one time I said I'm fasting till three o'clock every day. And let me tell you something. By the t- I, I was pretty good till like one o'clock hit. Two o'clock, my body was going. Hey man, you've lost your mind. I need Start you to do something that. right now. I need you to eat. And that yeah. for an hour it was agony. But isn't that the point mm-hmm. isn't that the point that you push yourself so far to a place where you are so desperate for that food but instead of saying i'm going after that food i'm going to be in prayer i'm going to be talking to god i'm doing this for you lord because my need supernaturally spiritually or my 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 family's need supernaturally or spiritually is bigger than my need for my stomach to get food right now yeah yeah amen Man should not uh, live by bread alone. Bread alone, yeah. But every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4, 4. Come on. That's right. You may get hungry, but hey, you dive into that word. You take a bite of that Bible. You take a bite of that prayer, and you get invested in that, and you will be nourished. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we have have the ability to be nourished by the word of God, to be nourished by the things of God. And so, you know what? Your breakthrough is just a fast away. Your miracle is a fast away. Whatever you're doing, don't delay. Don't don't sit around and say, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. Do a fast today. You know, right now I'm fasting for the uh, event in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. I'm doing I'm doing a, a fast for that, and I'm doing a fast for our miracle healing and deliverance service on November fifth. Yeah. So we've got those two coming up, and there's another one that we've actually scheduled at another church in Shelby, yep. and we're going to be announcing that one later on too. But here's, uh, you know, I am fasting not for myself. I'm, I'm not. I'm not asking God to do something for me at this moment. I'm asking God to do something for somebody else. I'm asking God to set the captives free, because I know I don't have the power in myself to do it. I can't set anybody free. And if the Lord don't show up, if God don't move, it's not going to get done. You know, when is the church going to get so burdened for souls that we'll we'll push our plate back and pray? You know what? Like people say, oh, the pastor's praying or the church leaders are praying. Listen, when is the church as a whole going to start praying for souls? You know, I believe that's why the church is in the state that it's in because we got too many comfortable Christians. Mm. Mm. We have to deny ourselves. Is that not part of the call to follow Jesus? Yeah. What did he say? If a man will come after me, he must deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me. Come on. Amen. You ain't going nowhere with God until you start to deny what you want, what your flesh wants, what your desires are. And what better way to start than to say, you know what, I'm going to fast a meal. How many of y'all would say, man, I'll fast lunch. 
I could do I, it. I'll fast lunch. I could do it. You know, or somebody says, I'm going to fast dinner. I just want to say this. The harder it is for your flesh to sign on, the bigger of a breakthrough that you're potentially able to receive. Yeah, and, and don't make it like a cop out, like, oh, you, you get up for work in the morning and you already don't eat breakfast. You know, you're not really struggling at that point. You're not really taking away anything because you already don't do it. No, something like you eat lunch every day, you don't take lunch away. You eat dinner every day. Take it away. You have that Swiss cake roll as soon as you get in the door at three o'clock. When anyway, um, you take that away. You know, you if it's something and you know it's going to hurt and you know that uh, you can get closer and spend more intimate time. Take that away, and then press in with God. Amen. <coughs> Amen. I'm going to read that story. Um, let's see right here. It's it's in Luke. It's in Matthew 17:14 through 21. It says, and when they were come. To the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him saying, Lord, have mercy on my son. He's a lunatic. He's sore vexed, and oftentimes he falls into fire. I want you to know he wasn't falling into fire. That demon was pushing him in the fire. Okay? So he falls into fire and, and sometimes in water. The demon was trying to burn him up or drown him or kill him. Um, this, this kid was truly, truly uh, demonized. He says, and I brought him to your disciples, and they could not cure him. And then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and and he departed out of him. So Jesus was like, get out right now. He didn't have to say in Jesus' name because he was Jesus. You know, today, if you're going to cast out demons, you have to do it in Jesus' name. And uh, because that's where the power is, it says, and he departed out of him and the child was cured from that very hour. And so then Jesus, then came the disciples to Jesus afterwards. He said, why could not we cast them out? Why couldn't we do that? And Jesus said, listen, because of your unbelief, he said, verily I say unto you, if you have faith, the grain of a side, uh, size of a mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, remove in yonder place and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible to you. And then he says, how be it, this kind goes not out but by prayer and fasting, Mm, which means if you're going to go deeper, listen, this kid had a demon that was trying to kill him. Now, some people would look at that and say, look, this kid's trying to commit suicide. Yeah. What's wrong with this kid? He's got major problems. Guess what? He had a demon. But this one will not leave. This is a deeper spiritual level. This is a deeper problem. This is a band that, of wickedness that we need to loose. And we need to get off of him. He said, listen, if you're going to achieve something great, you're going to have to have some time of prayer and fasting. And that's the recipe that's for, good. The, for the deliverance. That's good. That's real good. Prayer and fasting is the recipe for deliverance and miracles. So if you, if you are find yourself in need today, that's the recipe. Keep searching, keep praying, spend some time in prayer, but you need to add the fasting part. Fasting will tap you into a deeper level with God that you never, ever thought was possible. Amen. Um, And real quick, I know we're going to be wrapping up here shortly. Uh, I got 10 reasons why you should fast. Let's hear them. 10 reasons. One, if if you want to write this down, those of you listening, and put, put this on your wall. Or something like that. Number one, to strengthen prayer. Number two, to seek God's guidance. Number three, to express grief. 
Uh, number four, seek deliverance or protection. Five, to express repentance and a return to God. Number six, to humble oneself before God. Seven, to express concern for the work of God. Eight, to minister to the needs of others. Nine, to overcome temptation and dedicate yourself to God. And ten, to express love and worship for God. I think those are some good points there. Well, it's either the growth of yourself or somebody else, the breakthrough for yourself or somebody else. It's always, there's always a reason why you fast. Yeah. And and all of it points back to God. All of it points back to Jesus. All of it points back to you getting more intimate, closer to him and getting other people closer to him. There's nothing that breaks pride and arrogance. There's nothing that breaks those strong uh, egos in ourselves, and then when we start denying ourselves, you know, and telling ourselves no, so we can so we can grow in God. Amen. You know, and so so you know what fasting is a great instead of unless you're just in it for the show, then then that's your reward. If you just want to walk around and tell people, listen, I I've been fasting all day and it's so terrible and blah blah blah, but you know what then you're that's the only reward you're going to get yeah. but if you truly go to your secret place make a declaration before mm-hmm. the lord put your perimeters out there and then tell god why you are fasting and then go for it 110 miles an hour go for it amen amen what's the worst that could happen come on somebody nothing nothing right. bad can happen right. it can only bring benefits and blessings and answer to prayer right. And so we hope that this blessed you today, how to have an effective time with fasting, what it's all about, and why it's important for the people of God. And I think we've covered all those tonight. And uh, Mm -hmm. we appreciate you taking the time to be with us here on the KTF Podcast. I'm Pastor Shannon. Pastor PBJ. And we want to always remind you to what? Keep the faith to the finish line. We'll see you next time.